On this episode of Content Sessions, I talk with Nicholas Sidio about building a clothing empire. Thanks a lot, man, for coming. How you doing? I'm excellent. How are you? Good, thanks. Cool. Um, so we got connected in a way that I've been connecting with everybody lately. Correct. Straight off Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It. Social media actually uh, does wonders. I love it, for man. Sure. It's so it's such an interesting way to to just reach and communicate with people that you'd never otherwise like come even come across or have an opportunity to talk to so yeah i'm glad you reached out i'm glad we're getting to chat yeah man um so tell us about your company um so it started in july 2017 um it all started basically uh i was going to school second year university and i was going i had a global management studies teacher his name was dr abukadre and i remember i was going and he would always talk to me as if he was talking to me on a one-on-one not just Mm -hmm. talking to the class and he would always say, sell a business on a global scale. So I started thinking of something and when he would mention like, you know, certain brands in Toronto or, you know, they're very particular with just selling to Toronto. They're not selling to every city or every country or whatever the case may be. So I thought about all cities because it's inclusive and it includes everyone. Got basically. it. And it's all cities clothing? Correct. Yeah. And uh, at all cities clothing on Instagram and Facebook? Correct. Both? That's, that's nice. Correct. And allcitiesclothing.com? Uh, it's www.allcitiesclothing.com. Dot com. Awesome. Sure. Cool. And so why clothing? How did you get started in that? Where, what um, so basically, whenever he kept um, mentioning certain brands, he would mention certain clothing brands from Toronto. And I would notice that they're very uh, demographic mm. uh, to one city, one city, for example, mm. um, being the six. And with that being said, I started thinking, okay, what if I started my own clothing brand and just called it All Cities? I yeah. sell to everyone. Any sure. city, Toronto, Calgary, New York, uh, you know, any city across the world, basically. Yeah. And did you have any experience in the clothing space before, or this is just super random? No, super just random. Just came out, yeah. Nice. Um, and so where, when you started it, was it just, uh, just yourself? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been just myself up until this point so far. Got it. And so what's your, what's your goal with it? I mean, having the ability to sell to every city is great, but like what's, what's kind of your motivation behind it was just, you just happened upon a product and that product was clothing or what Um, was? So yeah, honestly, like I just, I was so confident with the idea through um, going to class and always having that idea, you know, when Mm -hmm. you would talk about other clothing brands. So that kind of inspired me just having that secondhand referral from my teacher. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously it is hard to sell clothes though because there's different variations, different colors and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's why I tried to start to, tried to, start to diversify my income um, in different ways with marketing and stuff like that. And we also have celebrities wearing our clothing, which is why I've had more motivation to continue the company. Yeah. If that's what actually answers your question. Got it. Um, yeah. Cool. And then was that, and the celebrities, or were they people that you know, or was that just like straight DM, like reaching out? Um, honestly, just like yeah. how I met you, like, yeah, you yeah. know, like same thing, like just messaging people and not being afraid just because someone has 5 million yeah. um, followers doesn't mean that they're not seeing your message. Doesn't mean that they're not seeing, you know, you message them and reach out to them and show them love or passion or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And who came up with, so like kind of going back, it was basically everything was done by you. Did you like, do you develop the logo and the designs and the styles or did you have, like, did you have other people kind of involved? Yeah. So no, I I always um, seen this image in my head when I thought about the all cities and um, I imagined it being cursive because it, you know, it's a clean font. Um, It looks, you know, casual, but like not too streetwear. Um, And 
I just envisioned it to be uh, so flowing with the AC. Yeah. And I just envisioned it to like go so well and it actually worked and it looks very clean. You yeah. Know? Very cool. Yeah. It's funny. I, I don't have any like design or like style in, in any way whatsoever or artistic ability, which is a big hindrance in my industry. So I've got these <laughs> concepts that I'm like, you know, to my clients where I'm like, look, you got to do it like exactly like this and like, cool, draw it. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how that's gonna work. Like, I, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so hard for me to get stuff out of my head on a paper or on delay. So, that's that's great that you were able to do it. Yeah. Do you have any Do you have any design experience, like in terms of like Photoshop, like, or is it just kind of like? Yeah. Um, no, not really at all. Actually, like, I just, I mean, I guess you can say like everyone's artistic in their own sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess like I don't know. I just had an idea and I executed it. Yeah. It wasn't more of like my artistic capability. It was more of just like okay, I have this idea, instead yeah. of just putting it on a paper, let's put this into action, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I love that, very cool. And so when you first started it up, was it a website social? And that was kind of like the, how you start, like just started it out that way? So yeah, when I started, um, I had this idea, it was in my head, you know, I, I ordered, I went on, you know, Google, found mm -hmm. a website, uh, that supplied wholesale clothing got my first box of 36 pieces. I remember that day <laughs> I went all the way down downtown Toronto and I brought the whole box I remember I brought it, you know, I walked like on the subway, you know, every time I bring a box It's on my skateboard. I'm pedaling, you know, right. like you don't need a car to get to places, right? <laughs> and um, So yeah, I would do that. I'd get to my spot. I got them printed for the first time They came out pretty good and then you know over time. I just Started developing new designs, cleaner, simple, more streetwear. Yeah. Do you remember how you you hustled the first bunch out the door? Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that that leads me back to the <laughs> your answer. <laughs> so yeah, basically, um, when I first started, everything was through like first time communication. Okay. Um, and then I started to move to e-commerce uh, through my website, which would be www.allcitiesclothing.com. Yeah. And um, yeah, definitely, definitely makes a bigger impact, you know, reaching out to sell, sell something to someone when you're not even there, right? Yeah, for sure. So your first box was just literally just walking around being like, you're going to buy my sweater. Yeah, well, yeah. the first thing I would say is family and friends, right? Yeah, yeah. If your family and friends don't support you, then who will? <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair right. enough. And um, was it the first batch of what you did was all was hoodies specifically? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it was majority hoodies, correct. You know, I feel like hoodies actually sell more often, even uh, even in the summer season, which is a little bit interesting, right? Yeah, I just I love hoodies all around. Yeah, <laughs> they're so comfortable, cozy. You know. I'm always cold as well, so that doesn't help. So. <laughs> um, and so, when you set up your website, how how far in was that? Um, months or like? I'd say around four to six months. It wasn't something I was too sure of until I incorporated it. Yep. Um, so actually I incorporated I trademarked the business when I was uh, 19 years old nice. right now I'm 21 so we've been running for around two years right now so okay very cool and so what was that the trademark process like did you have to I, I've heard horror stories of having to apply multiple times and try and manipulate yeah. the way that it's going through did you guys get it through on your first uh, well, try? I can tell you I'm still waiting got it <laughs> I only <laughs> had a one uh, <laughs> one office report on one of my trademarks, which isn't too bad. Right. Um, just a little fix, got to send it back to them. That's it. But that's yeah. been done. I just got to yeah. wait. Um, yeah. You know, I can, like, you know, trademarks can take up to years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got to be patiently waiting and then, you know, the fees and stuff like that. So yeah. everything's just a lot of legal legality. There's a lot of legal processes that go through. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> People don't realize it until they actually like get that brown letter in your mail, or yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you start tripping out. <laughs> yeah, and so um, so about four months in, then I guess you said you built the e-commerce site. Did sure. you build on Shopify? Uh, yeah, I actually originally started with Shopify. I don't know why I wasn't too fond of Shopify. Um, they are a good platform, though. Yeah. You know, uh, I would suggest them. Um, however, I just moved to something more simpler. Um, and I find it much easier for me. So yeah, what is it on now? Uh, it's on GoDaddy right now. Yeah. Okay, on it's their just, on their like ecom builder. Yeah, it's just it's just more simple for me to set up because I'm starting I'm doing everything by myself, you know. Yeah, and if you if you feel I've been I've, I've built something in every e-commerce platform, and if you don't have like a comfort level of where the things are, the settings, the design elements of that, then it can be a little bit of a pain. Yeah, there's so much you can do on Shopify. It's so diverse. So yeah. And so your experience with GoDaddy so far has been pretty good. Yeah, it's good. yeah. I've actually never, I've never done e-commerce on there, but I haven't heard anything one way or another about right. quality. So okay, sweet. Yeah, because I, I did, I popped onto the site and it just, it has like a nice, yeah, like it has a nice, simple, simple clean yeah, appeal. Not too fancy. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to distract your uh, your audience because you know people are very uh, have very short retention span. Yeah, you know the less clicks you give them, you know, make it easier for your customers. You know, for sure. <laughs> And so how many SKUs do you have now? And it's all, is it all men's or there's women's? I uh, know there's men's and women's. I yep. uh, have women's track suits as well. Um, sweaters, track pants, mat, face masks, hats, toques, mm. all sorts. And what's your demographic in your mind? Um, I'd say my demographic is more um, lean to celebrities. Um, and the reason why I try to target celebrities is simply for the fact that they have a larger audience. Yep. Um, I have no audience. Yep. People will only wear your products if Joe Blow X, Y, and Z is wearing your products. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have celebrities including Fatboy, YB and Amir, Matt Ox, uh, Holy God, That Dude, mm. um, and many other celebrities wearing our products. So it's pretty... That's great. Yeah. And do you guys get a lot to do? You, are they... Uh, are they just like they just wear it and then that's great or are they uh, is there an affiliate type style that you style thing that you have going with them or is just they just agreed to wear it um, to them? be honest I feel like that affiliate the affiliate stuff only works to an extent yeah for sure. if 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 something is genuine and like people are wearing it genuinely and showing and posting it genuinely it has more value than yeah. just paying someone X amount of dollars. I agree. And I, I really telling think, them to wear and promote your product. Yeah, I think a lot of brands, especially in like the health and wellness and supplement space, go like all in on affiliate, and then like every post, you're like, "Fuck, are you telling me it's good, or are you just trying to sell me this thing?" Yeah, you know it? what I mean. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree with that extent. Yeah, and so and and you got all. Did you get them all kind of the same way by individually reaching out, or did you kind of get one and then that kind of led into some other ones? Like how how did that so, play out? So it first started off with Fatboy. Like you know, Fatboy showed um, showed love when I met him down in Toronto. I've met up with him three times every time he comes down. Mm. Uh, sort of just built a relationship, but um, like he kind of inspired me and motivated me because he's a very inspirational person. Yeah. Um, you know, always promoting positivity and. You know not quitting what you do so mm -hmm. that's kind of why i've geared and continue to do what i do and you know continue to network with these people you know yeah. not just meet them once but meet them again and build yeah. that relationship smart man smart for a young kid that's yeah. good thank you that's that, that that's just gonna work all day yeah i built my entire business on that G giving away help for free 
you know, I, I mean, this is a bit different, but when I was first starting, I would, you know, I would give a 45 minute workshop to somebody for free to tell them how they needed to do something. And then often enough, they'd hire you to do it anyway, cause, or whatever, or they would send their friend to you for something. And, Correct. and then it just, it just snowballs from there. So it's a great strategy. A lot of people are not thinking about it that way. Mm-hmm. They're thinking very transactionally and it's, it's pretty short-sighted, so I think I think you're onto something with that. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And so, how um, how have you been growing? Has it been good, bad, in between? Um, all over I the definitely place? say there is growth, uh, growth with revenue, growth with um, you know expanding to different cities, uh, growth with networking, mm. uh, growth with finding new connections in in the industry of music, um, whether it's celebrities, whether it's musicians, like artists. Um, and just trying to get that brand awareness out there because, you know, being known is more valuable than bringing in X amount of dollars because that publicity will turn into revenue down the road. Yeah. You know, it won't happen right away. Business takes time, right? Yeah, for sure. And especially with something like that where, you know, theoretically, other than inventory, the overhead for it is fairly minimal, which is nice. You know, other than your time building, you know, building it yeah. and, and, you know, whatever inventory in your website hosting. The nice thing is that, you know, it's, you've got a long runway because your operating costs aren't crazy with Correct. a business like that, which is, which is a great place to be. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to have. Especially now that um, I've started to gear towards uh, some business marketing as well, mm-hmm. because I've been able to show to people that I can, you know, delegate my products to celebrities. Yeah. I'm able to you know, show people how to manage their businesses. Then that's how we actually started uh, managing a couple of businesses. Okay. We also started managing a couple of um, artists because we're so connected to these celebrities yeah. with millions and millions of followers. So I have connections to features, mm-hmm. um, you know, relationships to those hierarchy, that high hierarchy. Got it, got yeah. it. And so that's, is that more kind of like a social media management type thing is that what you're what the, um so basically all started with apparel and um i just realized that like you know people people don't just want to buy you know my clothes mm-hmm. people want to buy what i what i have value of and that's my connections my connections to these celebrities my connections to these higher platforms sure. and so i started using that to my advantage and managing people's accounts and you know creating more diverse income for all cities clothing yeah um you know as a clothing you know clothing brand you know people also have endorsements with these brands, sponsorships, you know, there's not just um, X, Y, and Z brands selling just their clothes, you know, yeah. they're selling their services, you know, their endorsements, etc. Yeah. And so how's that side of it going? Are you like, what are you more focused on? Or is it kind of just like, whatever makes sense in the moment? Or how are you how are you kind of splitting your time right now? Honestly, whatever, whatever can help fund the business. Yeah. But at the same time, show some sort of um, connection. Because obviously you don't want to sell a product that's completely off, um, off target. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Right. And so, do you are you involved in kind of planning and coordinating like photography and videography as a part of like building a content library for them, or is it kind of just is it more strategic? Um, it's all just like you know posting content on their Instagram, Facebook accounts, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, and just controlling that aspect. Yeah, yeah. Have you thought about kind of finding somebody who's like a good, like hip hop? Honestly, like right now, when I feel like when starting a business, um, you're very hesitant on uh, hiring people just mm-hmm. because you don't want to rely on them. But at the same time, it's like at one point in your life, you're gonna need to hire someone. <laughs> 
So you're yeah. going to have to have some sort of trust, but at the same right. time, just be very uh, critical when analyzing and mm. processing things further. Yeah. Well, I think you could, I mean, I think you could kind of go in the middle, right? You could find somebody that is established who shoots that style of photography and just bring them on on a project by project basis. You don't, I don't think you need to like hire anybody. But, yeah. Um, I think, I think having a good library of content for people in general, mm -hmm. like, you know, we go out and shoot. Uh, I'll go out and shoot like lifestyle shoots with my photographer. Yep. So we'll go for like three hours and we'll poke around the city and then nice. I'll have enough content for the next four to five months for just posting of, of stuff of me. Yeah, and then yeah. we take content from this and other things I'm doing with my day. But then it like, it always leaves us with a nice big library of like, Hmm, if we post, if we wanted to post once a day, every day for the next three months, we're set. You have be too to many pictures them. of my face. But you get the idea. <laughs> most certainly, most certainly. <laughs> but yeah, that might be an interesting thing because people like having pictures of themselves. Yeah. I've learned very much. You know, we do a little bit of photography for our, some of the brands we work with and, you know, product shots and stuff like that. And, and having that as an offering um, has opened up, especially when we're thinking about it from if I want to run some kind of a promo and I need a good picture if we lump that picture into something else that we're doing for them, it gives you yeah. social and promotional stuff and you can kind of put it in all together. Yeah, you have different so, stuff to choose from. Yeah, might be, might yeah, be a thought. Good. Diversity is key, definitely. Might be a thought. That's yeah. actually what our brand uh, goes by. Like we promote diversity and equality. Hmm. Um, hence all cities, you know, we want to be diverse and, you know, reach out to be able to reach out and, you know, support everyone in every city, every country yeah. and stuff like that. Cool. cool. And so with the social media that you're doing for, for the All Cities brand, yep. um, are, you're obviously managing that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. A single operator. Yeah, basically yeah. just have like uh, three different phones right now and I just run them all and, you know, basically just manage each one off each, uh, each phone because okay. I don't want to make an error, post the wrong content on the wrong account, right. et cetera, stuff like that. Got it. Who has yeah. three phones? <laughs> honestly like when you're when you're delegating so many different um accounts you're mm -hmm. you're liable for so much so you don't want to make an error you don't want to post the wrong stuff you don't want to comment on something as somebody else's account yeah seen you it. know seen it a lot. <laughs> seen it a lot. i've done that from my personal to my right. business right yeah. and you got to be professional so yeah and then so how are you what how are you kind of thinking about strategy for for your for the brand Content. Um, so right now what I'm doing is I'm just like um, putting a bunch of photos together for myself um, Majority of the photography I do myself. Nice. I know I should be Reaching out to other photographers, which I've done a couple of shoots, you know, but don't get as much information or much uh, Photography work as I wish I had. Yeah um, So that's definitely one thing I should work on to be honest. You'll definitely see us um, Expanding and working with more celebrities for sure this year nice. as well. Very cool. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll connect you with a photographer that I think would be a really good fit for what you guys do. Nice. I, I won't say him on here. Shout out to Matt. I love you, Matt. <laughs> uh, super, super talented guy. I worked with him through uh, one of my clients. He does all like the videography for their events. Yep. Um, and he's just a super talented guy and he can, he can shoot. Yeah, I'm interested. Quality. So, so I'll, send you his, I'll send you his contact info. Um, and so... Uh, from like... And so sticking on the strategy a little bit, are you... Are you thinking about like do you have like a, a mapped out i'm always curious do people have a mapped out strategy of what they want to do like a certain amount of posts a week certain amount of engagements and doing this and doing that like do you kind of have like a checklist for yourself that you follow or is it kind of just where you can find the time because it's kind of a honestly i feel like the checklist stuff does work mm -hmm. i do agree um however one thing i'd mention is that when i think about life i always think about life as a journey not a destination mm -hmm. i always tell myself that because like you can 
write down what you plan to do this week. Sure. But they can all go wrong. Sure. You know, so your plan just went sour and you know you don't know what you're gonna do next, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of why I always say like, you know, go day by day, you know. Don't map out what's gonna happen next week or you know, obviously plan what it is that you wanna delegate to. Right, right, right. But take it slowly. Don't think everything's gonna happen right away, right? Yeah. Well all it takes is one weird phone call or an email from somebody and then your whole week's different. Right. That's that. No, that doesn't change. Ever. Yeah. That's another thing I was gonna say <laughs> that to you. Like, ever. yeah. You know, you want to be careful because you never know what could happen when you get those phone calls. You know, those those emails. Like, right. You don't want to panic. You want to be patient. That's one thing that I've learned from um, starting this business. Mm. Um, it's definitely that you want to um, do your research and look into what it is that you want to create before you go and create it. Um, because you never know if someone actually has it created already. You never know what right. it may be. How did you activate that process for your product in particular? Was that just like a Google thing? Was that an Instagram thing? Like how did how do you kind of frame up the research side? Um, so to be honest, like it's crazy. Like when I was, so basically um, I got very lucky when I was young. Uh, I invested into stocks. I made a significant amount of money I took that money and invested it straight into my company nice. um, and when I in, you know created my company I went through Kijiji yep. and just searched up you know lawyers da 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 mm-hmm. and just found one and created a company you yeah. know so got it so it was kind of just on a whim yeah literally, I never, never met my lawyer never met you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's unique. Yeah, you gotta have trust. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. And so where do you wanna take it from now? What's the goal, what's the main kind of goal with the brand? So the goal would be to expand to more celebrities. Um, And the reason why I say celebrities is because um, I feel like there's a lot of uh, politics with celebrities and the music industry as well. And I feel like if you can kind of show that, you know, hey, everyone that's of high value or that has a significant audience, is wearing the same brand, mm. which you know pr- promotes a good cause, diversity and equality, um, then people won't, won't frown upon each other as much. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And so, do you have kind of a do you have a goal of like I wanted to I want ten more people or whatever it is kind of signed up? Like how are you kind of strategizing that? Um, so yeah, I definitely see timing is key. Mm. Um, you know, you don't want to shoot too much at once because then it devalues you if you don't have nothing else after that. Right. Like you said, you know how you have like all those pictures lined up for four or five months, right. you know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you can pick yeah. through that timing which ones you want, right? Sure, sure, sure. But from the, from the like getting celebrities and people on board, like are you, um, is that just kind of a, like whoever kind of you kind of come across that makes sense? Or do you kind of have like a hit list of people that you're trying to connect with? So yeah, I do have a hit list um, and I do like actually reach out to certain people. Um, you know, obviously I'm either, either waiting for a message or, you know, hoping that yeah. someone messages me, right? For sure. For sure. One thing that uh, we've been playing around with a lot and it's worked really, really well mm-hmm. is doing voice DM. voice DM. So in Instagram, you can, when you go to message the person, you yeah. can uh, text. And then there's also a button where you can send them a voicemail on Instagram. And we're getting every fucking person opening it. Our open rate for it is like through, our response rate for messages that we send out is like crazy. Because when you read it via text, 
it's easy to ignore, right? Like I get a message and I'm like, either I'm interested or I'm not, whatever. But I can pass by that quickly. If you do it by voice, it shows they listen. It shows, well, what it shows is it shows just the audio blips to them and they can't see what it is until they click play and they have to hear it. And what I feel, my instinct on it in its early stages, I've only been doing it for about two months, yeah. but my instinct on it is when you can deliver a message by voice, it brings a, it brings a human connection that reading somebody's text and not knowing if that's genuine text. You know what I mean? Like if I, if I get a, a bunch of DMs, sometimes they're like really well done bots and you're like, well, that sounds cool. And you reach out and you're like, oh, this is a bullshit account. Great. And I think people, especially people with a lot of followers get pounded by asks and mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah, I've been doing them by voice where I'm recording saying, Hey, it's Mike from social media house. I've got this thing or I want to talk about this thing. Yep. Would love to connect. Love your page. Da, 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 da. Sure. And then it sends them just the audio blip. And then they, that's all they can and see people, on their side. Lot, you get a lot of engagement back. Crazy. Interesting. I'll definitely try that one out. Yeah. Cause it's very tempting. I was thinking about the psychology of it where like, if I were to receive it, I would yeah. have to listen to it. I couldn't ignore it and not listen to it. Even if it was like, this is probably a crazy okay, but person. You know how when people send the message, um, you can see the message, but ignore it. Yes. And it shows like, it doesn't show as an R bomb. Yeah. When you send the message and they listen to the message, but they don't open it and click allow, does it still show as an R bomb or no? No. Okay. But no. as long as you're getting the engagement, you know, that's all that matters. Yeah. Like I said, the, the response rate has been so high on it. I'm like, I, I don't even care about that because the volume of, yeah. of interactions is high. I'm like, and so, and I like it too because I'm just, I'm horrible at writing by a lot, which is why I do podcasts. Oh, okay. And okay. so I like the idea of just being able to be like, Hey, Karen, I really like your page. I'd love for you to come on the show or whatever, whatever that thing is. Um, try that. Try that. Yeah. It's been really good. Yeah. It's okay, man. That's why I say I can, uh, I can sell, but I can't spell. <laughs> right. Oh God, I'm going to steal that. That's so <laughs> that's so good I'm horrible at right? I even send emails sometimes and I'll get them back from like my operations team being like can you read the things that you write I'm like I thought I did I really <laughs> thought I did but it doesn't work trust me trust it's me bad yeah I'm the same way cool so yeah that, that DM is kind of a cool idea I'm definitely going to check into that mm. and then how do you find and discover the people that you want to reach out to is it like do you tell, tell me about um, that honestly I feel like if if I like them um if I like their music, if I like uh, what it is that they have to offer to their audience, mm -hmm. then I'll give them the product. You know, like I feel like, you know, those are the type of people that I want to work with. People that you like are the people that you want to work with. But even if you don't like them, you still want to work with them because you never know who you're going to right. run down to in the road, right? right? So, But do you have a system for like finding artists to then kind of pick apart and see if you actually like them? Um, big, a big audience. Um, engagement real engagement mm -hmm. um i don't want to see like fake things that aren't adding up you know if your yeah. likes don't add up to your followers your right. comments don't add up to your yeah it doesn't make sense yeah 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 <laughs> for sure but do you but do you kind of just like go through like discovery mode on instagram do you ever like i would think about it like i would just search by things by like hashtag kind of go through and then find some profiles that i like uh, like yeah. how do you how do you have a way that you kind of like hunt down to find prospects um so yeah through like platforms like world star mm. um that makes sense yeah you know um mutual friends of other celebrities that i follow yeah um other other big artists that i listen to on soundcloud on youtube 
you know, yeah. if I like their music, I'll, I'll see their Instagram account. If their Instagram yeah. account's booming, yeah. I'll message them. Yeah. How do you stumble across the music that you listen to? This is just a personal thing because I'm always looking for interesting ways to find music. Like um, I, I have my, I have a curated playlist that I update all the time. Yeah. And so on Spotify specifically, mm-hmm. and at the end of it, it, it makes like a radio version, a radio playlist, and then I will let my playlist go into that because there will be some random shit, and I'll find like four or five <laughs> songs that I like. <laughs> How do you discover the music that you so, listen yeah, to? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people do that. They'll mm-hmm. listen to um, what's new. Those, like, you know, on Spotify, like, they have that what's new. Like, yeah, like and what, caviar. Yeah, and what interests you yep. on Spotify. I know people do use that. Mm-hmm. I personally use, like, Worldstar. Yeah. Because uh, they post a lot of new hip-hop artists and hip-hop artists in general on that mm-hmm. content. Do you follow at rap? Uh, at rap. No, they're interesting. You might find some stuff on there too. Yeah. I've been following them for a while. Yeah, they do. They do a lot of posts about different artists. I don't know if no, they still do quite a bit about like new and up and coming as well. Yeah, check out at Rap. Nice. I have no affiliation with them. I just follow them because they post good. <laughs> it's like they, I'm not promoting them, but yeah, follow them, man. <laughs> yeah, I've been. It's funny. Every time I like promote a piece of software or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like very specific. I'm like, I do not have any affiliation. Yeah. I don't have an affiliate link. I just fucking like them and I like their product. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Leave me alone. Because it's that same idea, like the idea of if you're giving someone information, but then you have, I hate people that write content or publish content. That's like this glowing review about something. And then you see a link to the website and then you hover over it and you can see that it's like their affiliate link. Oh, like, you fuck. You want money. <laughs> yeah. You just want to make money from doing this post. Like I just, I lose all interest in it. Even if it's a great product. I just actually the best scenario or the best like example I ever saw was this guy who was a veteran in the U.S. and he was talking about trying to uh, rack up like travel points and whatever. And I don't know what his job was then, but he wrote like an article on LinkedIn. And it was about this Amex card and how the points and and the sign up bonuses and stuff helped him travel around to like visit people and do whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. I'm always looking for cards that I can get the most rewards and stuff out of because we you know we run a lot of ads through facebook and google and all those go through on the credit card we're racking up crazy points for that right so i'm always like if there's a card that's the best card to get i want to know yeah so anyway i read it was like this heartfelt story about da 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 and all this stuff and then right at the bottom it was maybe like 700 words i read through the whole thing i'm like shit this card looks great it has all the flight benefits it has uh like airport lounge stuff which i like um and then it was a link that was like his affiliate yeah, link to the yeah, Airmax. Really. I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to do it now. Even though the car looked good, I won't do it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I won't, I won't buy it from you, you bastard. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's just my weird... Uh, the, I, the, the thing I don't like and the thing I hate about this industry is that people don't understand that that exists. And they don't know. Yeah. Most people don't know. So they think they're just reading this great piece of content and then all of a sudden they're buying something and that guy's getting paid. And that was a biased position because he's getting paid for it. I know. People just don't know how to recognize it and there's a lot of dishonesty and shadiness. It makes it really makes me mad. Yeah. I don't like it. Devastated. That was enough of a rant for me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Let's move back on. Um, okay. And so uh, gaining some momentum from the from the from celebrities and that do you have like uh, goals that you set regarding like following on social or is it kind of just like whatever comes as a result of my what i'm Um, trying to put out yeah like i guess we do obviously focus on like growing our social media presence uh Mm -hmm. because like obviously that's how we met yeah um right now we have about sixteen thousand followers um 
you know, and it's pretty cool because when I go on like live on Instagram, mm-hmm. like, you know, I see people from India, yeah. China, like um, Africa, like all sorts of countries, and it's mm-hmm. crazy. Like I, I, little kids in New Zealand, like you know, like yeah. Ukraine, like it's crazy. Like how you can connect to people just through a platform and not have to, you know, be there to talk to them. You know, like it's crazy what social media can do, right? Yeah, and so and so kind of just continued growth, obviously putting out good content. Do you um, do you have a product catalog that goes on through Instagram? Can you like tag your products? No, that's only through Shopify. Okay. Yeah. I think you I think there's a way that you can manually upload a product catalog if you if you have a, a business Facebook account. So not a business page, but if you create an account through business.facebook.com, it has like the ad manager and it has all that stuff. I actually think that you can create a custom catalog in there and that would link to the products on your site. It's like a man you upload it via CSV and it links to the page on your site. And I think you can do it that way. So if you sign up for an account, business.facebook.com, yeah. I think you could do the product catalog on your Instagram. Find out and, and then message me that. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that could actually be valuable. Cause you, yeah. I, I know like a lot of pages have that set up. Yeah. And Shopify, I think Shopify makes it so easy, which is why a lot of people think it's just Shopify's thing. Cause all you do is you click one button and it's like, here's all the products, which is why we've got like yeah. 12 stores on Shopify. Like all of our clients, almost all of our clients have e-commerce that have e-commerce or on Shopify yeah. because of the integration side. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, you can do it via CSV that links up to your pay- product pages uh-huh. and then it d- allows you to do that Instagram shop. Interesting. Thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, homie set that up. Yeah, I'll set it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to page you for that one now. <laughs> I'm using this against you after the interview. It's all recorded. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem, right? It's all <laughs> Hi, Mom. She doesn't watch the show. Hi, Mom. She, the show, I don't <laughs> she might. She's a good... You should send it, send it the links. I will. No, she's a good supporter. She she always yeah. likes all of our branded content and stuff like that. She's, nice. she's great. She's always sharing it on her wall. I'm like, none of your friends care, but <laughs> keep doing it. I love it for it. No, I, I love it for one. it. I hear that one. Um, and so where, where do you see it kind of going? So you've got, you know, really, I guess everything else that you're doing, I guess, is funding the clothing brand side of it, right? That Correct. seems to be your, the gist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and basically that's just, you know, done through getting more exposure. Because mm. um, obviously when you're starting a brand, you know, no one knows about who you are. No one knows about what, what it is that you do. So like, that's mainly what I'm focusing on right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, because I, I don't, I won't give up. And I feel like if I just continue to push and push and just show, yeah. you know, slow signs of increase in growth and revenue in size and you know like um capabilities that i'm you know offering to people yeah then i'll definitely grow you know absolutely and it is a slow burn it's like you got to get people to trust you and then after they trust you you got to not fuck it up yeah and then you got to ask them if they'll tell their friends <laughs> so yeah it's uh it takes a while but it seems like it seems like the way that you're approaching it feels like a good direction it feels like mm-hmm. it's like it's a smart way to do it so i like that um Anything from the marketing side that you have questions about? Anything I can help you with at all? Or? Um, no. Other than that, that one, you know, point about connecting the uh, the um, website to the uh, Instagram account that would definitely yeah. be helpful if you can do that for sure. Yeah. Um, just because you know people, you know, they don't want to just click the link in the bio. They want to see that thing pop up at the bottom of the screen and then yeah. you click it and it's like, oh yeah, let me buy this product. Yeah. You know? Have you played around with any of those those link in bio ones where they make it they make you have more options they make it bigger like linktree or shoreby or anything oh like that. where you can connect different 
Interesting. Have you played with that yet? Um, no, I actually haven't. I know a lot of artists that do it, you know, to connect their SoundCloud, YouTube, yeah. Spotify. There's a couple there's a couple that are built specifically for music, like Wave and then SoundLink. And then Linktree is more, you could do it on Linktree as well, but Linktree is more just like other outbound links. But it might be an interesting way to do it, especially if you're, you know, if you're publishing like blog content or whatever. And mm -hmm. I think if you put content on the site that's like, hey, you know, see, you know, look at our product in the wild and you could have showing pictures of people wearing it and a little write up like, you know, this is how we got to know this person and da 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 da. So that when someone's, so here's the thing, right? If you're doing posts on Instagram, not everybody's going to understand or see, or even see the post that we're posted with the celebrity. They might have no idea. They might stumble across you from somewhere else. So you could almost have that link if they're interested in like, they like the clothes, it pops it up and it's like, you know, so like celebrities wearing our clothes and like that could link out to yeah. posts on the site. So they're like, oh shit, that's cool. This person wears it. And that yeah, 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 it. yeah. Almost like a, a providing social proof before they go anywhere. That's smart. Mm. That's a good, good idea. Interesting thought. Just to show some sort of um, credibility with the product. Mm. Right? How do you how do you guys tackle reviews and stuff? Um, uh, we have a Google Ads, um, or sorry, a Google account, a Google business account. Yeah. And on that business account, we have reviews, um, which you can see. Majority of them are all good. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're gonna have a one-two bad review, but you know you can't complain Always. if if not not a, if if there's people that don't like you. Um, then clearly you're, you know you're doing your good business, you know. Like or you, you bought all the reviews from China. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you have to have some sort of uh, feedback on your products. You know, not, nothing's gonna be perfect. Yeah. Um, nothing's gonna be a hundred percent. You just gotta give it, you know, all you can and make sure that those customers are hundred percent satisfied. Whether yeah. You, you, you give them something. Do um, you have a sequence? Do you have an email sequence where after like so like two weeks after the product is sent? that it automatically sends an email saying, hey, we'd love to hear your feedback. Can you give us a review? Um, so I know that when um, I when I send the order and I fulfill the order, it tells them that it's been sent and that yeah. they've received it, et cetera. Um, and it's all done through tracking numbers as well. Um, however, I don't do that specifically where I you know, message them and say exactly what you said. Yeah. But very yeah. similar. Yeah, it might be an interesting idea. There's actually different, so there's actually a really cool product um, that, do you know Net Promoter Score? Have you heard that? Um, it's basically just like, it's basically an all or nothing, yes or no. Would you recommend the business? Would you recommend the product? Right, and so some companies will do it, it's like a scale of one to 10, mm -hmm. and so how likely would you be to recommend this to a friend? One to 10. Mm -hmm. And so there's some so there's some products that you can use where like after an order goes through they get put into this sequence and then at two weeks it would email them and it would say hey how how like would you be to recommend our product if they rank it low under six then it's like oh thank you so much for your feedback we'll like let the boss know whatever and then it goes away but if the score is above seven and they were likely to recommend it, then it's like, cool, would you mind giving us a review? You can do it on Facebook or Google. And it actually gives you the links to do that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Send me that too as well. You're giving me all this great knowledge. <laughs> Good. I'm That's gonna, what this is for. When I, when um, I go back and listen to this, uh, this clip, I'm definitely going to write this down. And yeah. Take yeah, because I think, so people aren't, from my, so I've had clients that do like quite a few, like, 
quite a few volume and different tickets, di different ticket price kind of sales. And one thing is universal with products. Very, very few happy people will come and tell you that they're happy. All the people that are pissed will come and tell you that they're pissed every time. Make sense? Yeah. And so I think, you know, we, we try and move the needle on and, and the response rate on people actually giving a review is not that high. Cause it's like, yeah, I ordered your shirt. Leave me the fuck alone. Like I liked it. Sure. I'm not going to write. I don't want to write anything. Leave me alone. Like getting feedback and getting reviews is tough. Cause people are always worried. You know, it's like, did you catch them at the right time where they're like, yeah, cool. I'll spend 10 minutes to think about this. Yeah, exactly. Or they get worried that they're not going to write the perfect thing. And then they leave mm -hmm. halfway through. That's super common. But I think, I think making sure that everyone that receives it has the opportunity. And I would give them a little push to be like, Hey, and whatever tool you use, there's a bunch of different things out there yep. that do it. Um, but I think reaching out to every single person, because then if it's not, they're not liking it or it was whatever, you don't want them then going to trash you online. Because as much as that's going to happen sometimes anyway, if, if they come back and they say, well, I'm, I'd only say two out of 10 is what I'd recommend. I would, that basically means I wouldn't recommend you to anyone ever. <laughs> then it gives you the opportunity to reach out and be like, Hey, like, what was that about? And you can do a correction of that, you know, either get on the phone, the, does someone call, like people don't do that yeah, these yeah, days, yeah. but it's so effective, man. Like literally just calling and saying, Hey, I saw that you didn't have because some, you could retain that potential customer. Yeah, right? I just was curious about it. Oh, well I, you know, the picture of it looked like it was this color, but, um, you know, when I got it, it was a bit of a different color than I thought. Like that's what people, that's what people hate people for weird shit like that. Like it could yeah. be the tiniest little thing or it came to them and they were in the middle of a bad day and the one thread that was loose, they're like one out of 10, fuck you. And you're like, how did that happen? Yeah. But a lot of those you can get back by saying, Hey, like, how can we help? Like, what was the problem? You and know, if, and then you give know, them some sort of incentive where, you know, you provide them a product, an extra product or whatever the case may be. Right. Just to compensate. Right. Yeah. That was, that's my instinct too. But I'll tell you, the real answer after doing it a bunch of times is you taking the time to make the call to them is usually the thing. They're not really? usually looking for anything. If you give them an acknowledgement that, that then they can, here's the thing. If you call and you essentially call them out on it, yeah, you're not calling them out, but you're just, Hey, I just wanted to check in cause I saw it was a low rating and they're like, yeah, well it was this one little thing. And you're like, look, I'm really sorry that that happened. It's not like, that's not how we like to have it happen. How can I make it better? Usually at that point, they're like, you know, I'm complaining about something that's really fucking petty and dumb. I'm going to probably <laughs> just say that this is okay now and be happy that they called. That that happens all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's realistic, right? Like, you yeah. know, we, we live in a materialistic world and mm. like people are realized, like, you know, like you said, it's petty or something so small, yeah. right? So I and, and the thing is, if you think about something that you've had a bad experience with, mm -hmm. you ordered food from somewhere and then there was like one little problem and you're like, I'm never ordering from that again. Fuck these guys. Correct. But if they had ever called you and say, Hey, how was it? And you'd be like, well, this was a bit of a problem. And they're like, I'm really sorry that that happened. You'd be like, I'm so happy that you cared that I was upset about that. Yeah, in yeah, retrospect, yeah. that was a dumb thing to never order from you again for. People just make, and if you don't, if you don't check on it, then it's easy for someone to fester and just be like, this is a bullshit company now. And then every friend that ever hears about it or sees it, no, no, they're bullshit. Yeah. Why? Oh, I had a horrible experience. But if you can kind of nip some of that in the bud, if you know people aren't happy for whatever reason, and if they're all, if most of them are happy, then great. But if you can salvage those here and there, yeah, like exactly. little ones, it's super impactful, I think. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. You have any other tips for me? I don't I'd know, appreciate man. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think those are a lot of action items. I think uh, we could definitely <laughs> think of think of more. <laughs> um, what else? 
Yeah, voice DMs, connecting on Instagram store. The review thing is big, yep, especially because good. if you get people that are happy and then you prompt them to make a review, you'll start getting them up. Because I'll tell you what happens with reviews, whether it's Facebook reviews or Google reviews, the search engine optimization elements of that are huge. So, so you know, somebody now you're in a tough spot, like SEO around brands of clothes, really fucking hard. Like even like street brands or urban brands or whatever classification, there's so much competition. It'd be very hard to get on the page. But I'll tell you that like, as people stumble across you, the ability for your product to already have some credibility just from the get go of like, I stumbled upon it from here or there and right at the start, 250 reviews, four, you want, four star is the best amount of, is the best reviews. I find anything 4.5 or five, nobody believes. Four stars is like such a sweet spot. I don't know why, but it, it tells you that it lets people know that you fucked up enough that people have gotten mad, but people enough people have ordered that yeah, it's you kind of level. You don't out. want a small number of uh, reviewers. You want like a large number, so this way you can see that hey, a lot of people actually like you know yeah actually reviewed us, <laughs> but at the same time, out of those large numbers, you know yeah. this many. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think those. I think those things will like help. Have you Have you thought about or have you done any advertising online? Um, yeah, I've ran Google ads. I've ran uh, like Facebook ads. Um, what else have I done? Uh, like I've done it all. I just feel like unless you're using really, really high professional quality pictures mm. and a very interesting, catchy, catchy message, people will be intrigued to buy it. Yeah. But if it's just something simple, like no one really cares. Like, like people just skip it and go to the next ad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, you think about how badly we get inundated with ads online. It's, mm -hmm. it's crazy. And a lot of people are sick of it, but a lot of people still buy a lot of shit online yep. from that. So that's a good spot. I think one thing to think about from the perspective of like, so you're getting pictures and you're getting content from people. I think doing some more like blogging style content or some other piece of content that goes out and, and provides some value or some entertainment to the people that you want to have buying your stuff. Yep. So I, I treat my podcast like this, right? Like this is targeted at small to mid-sized companies who could use a marketing advice. And sometimes for me, sometimes I'm just like, hey, here's one tool that you can use and people's heads pop off. They're like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I was interviewing a guy a week ago, Matt, and he didn't know that there was a tool that allowed you to track what traffic source your leads on the website came from. And I was like, oh, it's called CallRail and it's like 80 bucks a month. I'm not affiliated with CallRail. Um, and it, like, just to understand that he could understand his business metrics like that was like. Phew. Yeah, there's even Google Analytics. Right. And so for, yeah. And so for me, this is my version of that yep. where like a business owner will see it and they're like, Oh my God, I'm not in that industry. But that one thing like really helped me. Now there might not be anything like that specifically for clothing, but there might be a, I was going to say, I would suggest using Google analytics. Mm -hmm. It actually works very, very good. It shows you like, um, you know, like your demographic, uh, like the, the like audience, yeah, yeah, all sorts like insights, everything it sh yeah. shows you like a number of clicks and everything. So I would definitely suggest that as well. Yeah. And he was using that. It was just on top of that. If he was running a Facebook ad, yeah. he couldn't tell if somebody called him that it came from a Facebook ad. 
So oh. CallRail, what CallRail does is it puts numbers, it layers numbers over top of your website depending on where they come from. Oh. So if you get 9999 versus 9998, you know that it was a Facebook ad call because the traffic made the, made the website phone numbers change. That's what he was using it for. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it was, it's a really cool tool. Um, but yeah, what I was saying is I think putting out interesting and fun and valuable content, it doesn't have to be knowledge-based all the time. It can just yeah. be entertaining shit. I feel like stuff like this too also helps, right? For sure. But even like, um, even like putting out content about, hey, here's a bunch of other cool brands. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we have got some brands that are like very male oriented. And so, you know, for we'll do blog posts for Father's Day on like just random cool products that we found from completely other companies. Now, Correct. we'll speckle one of our products in to that because obviously the one out of the 10 is going to be one of our things. Yeah. Um, but we're also saying, hey, here's, you know, this clock radio and this golf game or whatever these things are and kind of curating lists because we know that the people that are buying our product Great. are also kind of into that stuff yeah exactly and then we're they actually interest, yeah. well, then we're actually advertising we're actually advertising those blog posts on facebook because then they're not it's not seeing something where it's like hey buy this thing hey here's a cool picture buy this thing yeah. hey, here's a cool video buy this thing it's like hey here, we put together this this list to make your life easier to find a whole bunch of cool options under $100 for Father's Day or whatever the case is. Yeah. You know, our product's gonna be in there and if you loved us for sharing it and you like our picture, uh, you know, you like our clothes, great. If not, and you found the clock radio for dad, then great. But that might trigger them to follow you on Facebook or Instagram. And then over time, as you post, as new things come out, as you go live, once you've got their attention there, you can kinda, you know, slowly sell to them through different stuff. Exactly. But yeah, I think, I think figuring out some content that you could be producing outside of outside of like here's our stuff buy our stuff like what are the other things you guys can talk about so you know the top you know i feel like i'd, I'd say like you know just provide value in general whether it's you know going on like and maybe telling your audience by going on your social media platforms and telling them something positive or telling yeah. them something yeah. um you know like you know, hey, if you do this, this, and this, you know, this could be the outcome. So this way, you know, you're pro providing some sort of insight. Yeah, inspiration, people, motivation's big. Yeah, that people too. find that more valuable than just, hey, let me go to your website and buy this product. You yeah. Know, like, and so I would think about if you if you're playing in the ad space a little bit. Yep. You know, with Facebook ads and Instagram ads, you can run an engagement ad at one dollar a day mm -hmm. at your yeah, at your, yeah, you at your target demographic, right? Yeah. And so I would say if you if you create some longer form stuff even if it's a video mm -hmm. that you post on your blog but have driving people to your website to look at stuff like that and not relating to the product at all because it just builds credibility it builds awareness it builds you being a helpful person to them but actually advertise those pieces of content more than our product correct because the one thing you can do is after they've been on your site using google analytics or using the facebook pixel have you heard of that yep yeah, using that, you can then, like once they've been on your site, you can remarket to them. You can then send them an ad for your clothes later. Yeah, yeah. But just getting just getting more people to the site, because the thing is like, if, if there's not anything interesting to read or pay attention to, then it's like, cool, if I want the clothes right now and I like it enough, I'll do it. Yeah, I don't even think they charge you if you don't get the clicks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I think But I think bringing people to the website for content that's like interesting or motivational or whatever that thing is, Gets, gives them a reason to come, stay there for a bit, 
like you without you pushing a sale yeah but I then like, you then you can push the sale two weeks later i like how you ads. said that though like um you know like you because people people don't buy a product because they like your product people buy your product because they like you yeah you know like it's personal branding you know yeah you got to sell yourself before you can sell the product for sure you know and even if you have like a really niche concept it could be around something that you're interested in already right like yeah. you know street style in the wild like here's the top top 10 cool urban outfits that we found this week mm-hmm. and like then if you if you know who's what brands they are like have a have you ever seen um what the hell is it uh it's hyper beast you heard of hyper beast so uh something similar it's like, like a style guide kind of thing but they do um they do a thing called essentials and yeah. i'm addicted to it and so what it is is it's a, a flat lay picture of some person whether it's a creator an artist or a designer yep. of what they carry in their backpack so it's like the backpack and then the camera and their you know the the brand that whatever hard drive they use and sunglasses and the wallet and like everything yeah. and it's a shot top down shot like that and it's like this is what this guy is wearing you can go Perfect. follow him here and then it links out oh this is a you know western digital hard drive and a, this brand of backpack and it leads out to those areas mm-hmm. but it's like this huge curation of like man like that like i want that collection of cool shit and it's you promoting other people's stuff, but also providing a lookbook or an insight or yeah. something for people. So I think I think trying to figure out what you can do in your niche. Like it's a brand connection? Yeah, yeah. what you can do in your niche. And also, it also shows love to other brands, right? It's really great if, if you were like, hey, I found this microphone and it was amazing. Yeah, and you, people don't want to see you just mm-hmm. as a competitor. People want to see you as like, oh, yo, this is inclusive. Yeah, and I'll tell you, like you start doing it and you don't, you don't, you don't even say anything. You just tag them in some stuff and show them some love and promote their product here and there. Not like with ads, but putting it out there yeah. for them. Like I'll tell you, they start following you and then the next thing you know, you're going to collab with the microphone company with a special edition print on your shirt. Yeah, yeah, you're going to do a yeah, giveaway yeah. with them. Um, so there's a lot there when you build the relationship Smart. by just showing love and just kind of promoting other people. Definitely agree. And as long as that, as long as it's in the right as long as it's the right type of content for the audience that you want and yep. you know that they're going to be paying attention to it, it's like a killing two birds with one stone. Yep. What about collaborations? I was going to end it, but I, I just thought about this. What about collaborations with like different artists, like graffiti artists or different stuff? Um, I definitely think collaborations definitely help. Um, mm. It's funny because when I first started and I did my first collaboration, I don't want to talk too much heavily upon it, but mm. it wasn't good because I... Um, I don't know how to say it, but I basically like I relied too much on it. Right. And it's good to build collaborations and work with people. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I would suggest is do your research on who you're doing your collaborations with before you sure. do them. Yeah. And um, have some sort of written agreement. Yes. Because legal yeah. legal bindings and agreements like that are definitely yeah. important for uh, down the road. Yeah. Yeah, the clothing industry, just like the marketing industry, lots of sketchiness. Yeah, well, <laughs> any 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 uh, legal business in general, I feel yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's just a lot of legality behind everything, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, but I think collaborations because you've got you know this this certain logo with a certain style. There's probably some interesting people that you could have them design something with your mm-hmm. in it, and then have that like limited edition one of a, one of fifty or one of a hundred. Yeah, exactly. Sell them at a bit more of a premium for the collab, and then it's getting it out there exactly yeah and then i, I like guess that. you kind of do it you're kind of doing influencers but you're thinking about it on the scale more of a celebrity influencer rather than generally yeah influencers. yeah 
Yeah. So there's still is an audience though for those general influencers. I would definitely agree. Yeah. Are you playing in the space at all? Are you kind of if you find the right person on Instagram. Yeah, it's just kind of like if I find the right person. If they're yeah. like um, like what like because I'm pretty diverse. Like from comedians to music artists to you know, um, people that just get posted on World Star. Yeah. You know, just just because they get a little bit of clout, but like you know, yeah. stuff like that. Fair enough. Interesting, man. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow along the journey on social, and uh, I wish you all the best. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thanks for coming on, man. You too as well. All right, take care.